0: Well, welcome, Emily. I am so excited to have you on the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. You're my first guest, and I'm so pumped to have you on here to chat about a three-step system for writing copy that connects with your clients and that actually converts and This is something that I need to hear because I struggle with copy and I struggle with being long-winded. I'm the queen of long-windedness, so I'm really, really happy you're here.
1: Oh, I am so excited to be here. It's truly an honor to be your first guest, so <laughs> I'm really excited, a little nervous, but I think it's going to be great.
0: Oh, it's going to be awesome. Well, before we like jump into the topic, I wanted you to introduce yourself to everyone.
1: Yeah, so my name's Emily. I'm a copywriter. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, we're just outside Nashville with my husband and my daughter. She's three and a half and hilarious and just like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've my business is called Emily Writes Well, which is just kind of like a fun. My brother actually like named it for me. I, when I was starting, I was like, how do you name a business? And he was like, what about Emily Writes Well? And we <laughs> thought it was funny. So yeah, so we've got that. I've been running this business for like two and a half years at this point. And before that, in my life, before I was a copywriter, I was a teacher and an academic success coach. And then I worked with scholarship students in high school. So I've kind of been all over the place, but I have finally landed here, which is writing, you know, websites, sales pages, and emails for small business owners.
0: Awesome. And you all, she's incredible, but you will learn that really soon. Also, Emily, happy birthday happy early birthday
1: oh thank you yes Um, it's my official birthday weekend I feel like I can have a weekend so
0: yeah yes can you share with everyone what you told me your daughter told you earlier like she said you were turning
1: oh yeah so I asked my three and a half year old I was like hey how old do you think mommy is gonna be and she said 24 and I was like close but 34 and she goes oh so almost 100 (laughs)
0: So, <laughs> you yeah, all. for those of you who are listening and do not have toddlers yet just just wait like toddlers will humble you and just make you feel so incredible about yourself
1: oh, all the time yeah I was like um there's 66 years
0: between me and 100 that thanks <laughs> <laughs> I, love, not, I love toddlers <laughs> <laughs> Love it so much. Well, you look really good for being close to 100. I just want right? to say that. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> well, Emily, well, before we again, before we dive in, I wanted to also remind everyone who's listening that Emily, this amazing woman here is going to be one of the contributors for the Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle that's coming up January 24th through 28th of 2022 and again it is a free resource bundle of systems and workflow related items and they are meant for creative business owners really to dip their toes into systems and workflows for their business so this is my very first year of putting it all together Um, I have been working on like I, I say I've been working my little systems loving butt off to put this together so that you have a great resource library to choose from, Um, but again, it's only live for one week. And these downloads are actually shop items that live in the resources of all of these contributors, like different shops. So the fact that you're getting them for free is huge. And again, you can join for free by going to www.systemsandworkflowmagic.com and you can join the waitlist to be notified of when this opens up. And let me say again, there's no catch. It's, it's all free. And I just want Want everyone to know how easy it is to incorporate systems and workflows in their own businesses and you all have a great lineup of contributors who who also want you to win at systems and workflows and emily can you like give a little hint as to what you're going to be contributing to the bundle
1: yeah so i'm actually there's two things included um it's two writing systems that i just swear by and use at everything that I do so one is like a really simple system for writing stories it's kind of like a framework that really takes a lot of the I don't know pressure off makes it really simple and then the other one is actually for writing copy that connects and like attracts your dream clients which I think we're actually going to talk about some in detail today and then that resource will just expound upon that so it's pretty exciting
0: Awesome. I'm so, so excited. Okay. Okay. I know let, let's just get to the heart of the the topic. I know we've built a lot of uh, anticipation of the three-step system for writing coffee that connects with your clients and converts. And so let's dive in. And I I have a lot of questions to ask you along the way, Emily. I hope that's okay. I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but can you before like we dive into those three steps, can you define for the audience what copywriting is and why it's essential for any type of small business or any type of big business? Yeah. Um I love that question because
1: I honestly like did not know what copywriting I was a copywriter before I knew what copywriting was like I didn't know that there was a word for it so copywriting is really like copy right are the words on the page that are selling something so copy is all sales focused and that does not mean that you have to be like salesy and gross and we'll talk all about like I'm really big on attraction marketing and personality driven copy, So it all comes from like a really value centered place, but the ultimate goal of copy, which are those words on your webs. It doesn't matter where the words are, right? The words that are on the page um, that are trying to sell something. So that's the long and short of it. The reason it's essential is really because like your copy is how you communicate what you're doing. So you could have mm-hmm. this incredible Service, right? Say, like, you're the world's best systems person, right? So, you're Dolly. You're the world's best person creating systems. (laughs) I did not not pay any, I did not pay
0: her to say (laughs) this, but thank you.
1: (laughs) And if you cannot tell people, if you cannot use your words to say what you do, how it's different, and like how it's going to benefit them and why they need it, even if you're the best in the world, nobody's going to buy it. So, copy is really at the core of like sales, right? You're telling people the value, the benefits what it is you're offering and why it matters. And two, I think like for me, copy really is about like owning the power of your voice. So I talk about that a lot. Like I believe really strongly in like each unique brand voice. And I could talk on a soapbox about that for like a whole <laughs> podcast. But basically the, your copy is how you communicate with people, right? So it's how you share that brand voice and really like build a relationship with your clients.
0: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And it's so true. Like you could offer the most amazing transformative service, but if you don't know how to communicate that effectively, then it's kind of pointless and you like, you don't really stand out. And I, I, I'm so grateful for you because you all, I have hired Emily in the past to help me um, write copy for certain sales pages of my own website. And it really is so transformative, like just how powerful um, copy is. So yes, Emily. There we go. <laughs> yes <Yeah>. to copywriters. <laughs> I'm so I'm so grateful for your gift and I'm so grateful for for yeah what you do so (laughs) okay so let's dive into the first step of the system that you are talking about and I was going to ask you do you mind sharing an example of each step and what tangible actions somebody can take for each step and feel free you can use me you can use whatever example you want to use.
1: Awesome, yes, I think that's a great idea because it definitely makes it feel more real. Um, so the system we're gonna talk about is pretty simple. The point, the goal of following or using this system is what Dahlia's already said, like it's copy that connects with your ideal client. It brings in those dream clients, those people you really wanna be working with because they read it, they feel seen and heard and understood and they're like, yep, they're all in and it converts them, right? And from like a person interested to someone who's handing you their money and saying like, yes, give me what you have. And actually the first two of the three steps, like you're not actually writing. So spoiler alert. Nice. Um, (laughs) A lot of times people look at like, I write brand stories, for example. It's like maybe three to four paragraphs and somebody will look at that and be like, well, why would I pay you, you know, a thousand dollars to write that? And it's because 80% of the work was, researching and planning, which we're going to talk about. Those are our first two steps. There's a lot you can't just sit down. I mean, if you could, you would really kill it, but you can't just sit down and like go for it, right? That's yeah. not going to be That's what a lot of us do, and that's like so it's okay, right? We can get our point across, but that's not going to be the copy that is really like connecting with your audience and really generating those effortless sales. So, we're going to start with research. And I can use myself as an example. That's probably the easiest for me. So you can't skip it. Everyone skips it. And like, this is really what's different between like a professional copywriter and someone who's just trying to write for their business. Right? Yeah. So the research piece is where you are spending time finding those words that your client is using. So this is the secret to it, right? If I want you to feel seen, heard, and understood, I need to know What you want, and the actual Mm -hmm. words you're using to describe the thing you want. So, there's a couple of different places you can go for your research, right? My best, like, my best suggestion is to start with your testimonials and reviews. So, pull them all up. I will sometimes like copy and paste them into a Google Doc because then I can highlight easily and go through and find like what are the words that people are repeating, right? actually I can use Dolly for an example for this. So I did this (laughs) process when I was working on a sales page with Dolly and every single person who had written about like sale funnels, right? We're working about talking about funnels. Every single person said that if someone could do it for them, they would feel relieved. That was what they, they, relief, relieved, relieved, relieved. Like that was everywhere. So that was a big word that we used to talk about, like, what are you going to get? You're going to get the relief of having this done. You're going to feel relieved because that's what people are looking for. Right. Another example, like I, when I, the first time I did this, I was working on my website copy. So this applies to any kind of copy, right? Sales pages, emails, website, like really anywhere. You can use, which is why I think systems are great, right? Like it's a framework that we can apply to a lot of different places. Yes. Okay. So I went through and looked and like four or five people talked about how the, what I did for them was like improve the flow of their words. And they used that phrase and I kept seeing that phrase pop up and I was like, that's not something I've ever talked about. I don't even really know like the flow of your words. Like that's <laughs> not a thing I really like thought about as a writer that was what my clients were taking away. Like that was their big, that was the thing they most loved. So you better believe I started talking about improving the flow of your words, right? So that's why the research step is so important. So basically when you're doing this, look at those reviews and testimonials, common words, feelings that stand out, common experiences, all of those things. um, That's a really easy place to find them. You can also look in like, when you have a discovery call, if you take notes, that's a great place to mine. Go back and look like, what are people looking for? What are they telling me? Like I can guess what my ideal client's problem is, right? Like you could guess. So for example, you could be like, oh, well, I think my ideal client's problem is that like they don't have time to put a funnel together. But if you go and look at all your discovery calls and every single person is telling you I'm stressed out by the idea and I don't even understand what this is. That's a very different thing. So like, so we're just pulling out all of these words and we're using like their actual words, right? Like we're putting those on the page. We're keeping a list of them. You can also look in like your DMs. You can look at your competitors. I don't really suggest doing that because I think you can get comparison syndrome. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I like that. Yeah, but you can, right? You can see like what they're doing. But that is the research piece of the puzzle. And that's where we're going to start.
0: Some research. And, um, do you know by any chance, what is holding people back from research?
1: Mostly people don't know to do it. Okay. So like people don't think, right. We're not writing research papers for like seventh grade English <laughs> class. So like a lot of people don't think about it. Also, I have like, I work one-on-one with clients and they'll tell me like, oh, my reviews aren't like that helpful right? Mm-hmm. Like they'll be like, Oh, all my reviews just say like, Oh, Emily was the best. Thanks so much. That's a big problem. So I do suggest like moving forward, having, and I know Dolly, this is a thing you do in your business, but using a re a, like a re a review form mm-hmm. um, and sending people specific questions. So like, if you want to be able to talk about the transformation your offer has, Ask people, how did this transform your business? Ask those very specific questions so you're getting very specific answers. And that's going to be like a lot more helpful. So I say those are the two things. People don't know that they're supposed to do it or they don't have like high quality reviews and testimonials to really like look to.
0: So I have a little teaser for everyone who's listening. I'm bringing on a like an expert on how to receive raving client reviews, and yes, and I'm really really excited because um, this expert has helped transform my own reviews for my photography business and systems and workflow business and so you just talking about this just like solidifies like the importance of this like mining for your ideal client's voices like you you need to actually hear what they're saying or read what they're saying yeah
1: That's awesome. I'm so glad you're doing it. I'm excited to learn So that's great.
0: Yeah, it really matters. So research is step number one. And those were really, really good examples, by the way. And so what is the next step? What is the second step? And again, can you give some like real life examples of how people would tangibly apply this?
1: Yes, absolutely. So we've done our research. We have these words, these phrases, like we know what our client wants to hear and we are now going to plan. So research is the first step. Second step, plan. I am an Enneagram seven. I don't believe in making plans. Like (laughs) I have a horrible time planning anything. Like I, I will legitimately just like, I don't even know. In college, I like took a trip to a very spontaneous trip like to London with my friends because for a long weekend, because we found really cheap tickets. And I was like, we gotta go, like, let's do it, right? So that's how I operate. But when it comes to writing, you really do need to plan. Okay, so the first part of the planning process is actually, I don't know a better word for it, a brain dump. I don't love that term like
0: it's it sounds so weird. It just sounds like a weird t- I know I know what you mean. it's not, it's just weird. It, it is weird. <laughs> but that is the first thing that you're gonna do. So we'll
1: use a social media caption, so like a small thing, okay? So like I said, this could apply to any number of things, but like let's just look at a small example. I'm gonna write a social media caption about write about storytelling. Cool. Like, that's what I'm going to teach people, like, how to tell a good story in a caption. Probably not the best idea, but, like, we'll focus on... So, anyway, I know that's what I'm going to do. What most people do, right, is they sit down and they just start writing that caption about storytelling. And, Dolly, you were saying, like, you struggle with being long-winded. Yes. Yes. Me too. Okay. <laughs> <They're>, like <laughs> It is. The struggle is real. You can probably tell from how I talk, like, I love to talk. Dolly, you love to talk. You love to write everything down. And what happens when we don't take the step to just kind of like clear our heads, everything comes out on the page. Mm. So you always hear people say like, when you confuse, you lose, but it's very true. Like when someone is confused or lost, um, they're not going to, they're not going to know what you're saying. They're not going to keep reading. Most people will like literally bounce, right? Like leave. (laughs) And so the brain dumps part of this planning session is like, that's your first go. So you just put, I I don't keep this. So like I, I'm a pen and paper, like old fashioned person. So I usually write this down and everything that's in my brain about like storytelling, I will just write down. And I do stream of conscious, bullets, like however it comes out, right? No one's gonna read this. So it doesn't matter how you do it. But I'll be like, Storytelling is so important, like here's seven reasons why it's so important. Oh, one time I told this story, like everything that's in my brain, I just put it on the page and I spend maybe three to five minutes. So I'm not like writing a dissertation, just getting it out. And that is amazing at clearing your head, right? So now all of those thoughts are on the page and you can kind of move past them. So now that I've gotten all that out on the page, the next part of planning is really just like a rough outline. So the outline depends on what you're writing for a social media caption. I always recommend writing your call to action first. So I know it's at the bottom, Mm -hmm. but you need to know what you want people to do before you can write, right? So actually write your call to action first, write the body of it. And then I actually write the hook or that first, you know, opening line or two last because when it comes back to it, now I know here's what I'm asking people to do. Here's what this caption is about Now I can write a better, more informative hook, right? Interesting. Yeah. So you plan it out. Like you just, you know, I would write my call to action. I would be like, here's the three things I'm going to say. Here's my hook. Cool. So we haven't actually moved to like the writing part yet. But whatever you're doing, you're just structuring. If it's a blog, you're probably writing your headers, right? Like, okay, I'm going to get my keyword, you know, not to get too confusing but like for a blog you'd probably be writing your headers or your subheadings mm. if it's for a website you might just have like here's the three sections I'm going to have or like here's just some bullet points basically a rough structure so you have you have, you're, so you're confined I think the most terrifying thing and like where writing goes off the page is when it's just like a wide open blank space So, you want to rein yourself in, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm only giving myself three bullet points. Great. I've got to say it in these three. (laughs) Or, like, I'm only giving myself, like, physically this much space of a box on a website. Whatever that looks like, you are planning out the structure and then just kind of like a very rough outline. Does
0: that make sense? No, that totally makes sense. And, like, oh, that I, and people like me, like, I need to hear that because I just feel like I have to constantly over explain everything in order for people to make some sort of connection on like what systems are what automations are what workflows are because I don't know I just like really struggle with just like getting to the heart of the matter sometimes
1: we all do it's that is the heart like right that is the hardest part which we're going to talk about when we get to writing um Mm -hmm. a step that can sometimes help Awesome.
0: Okay. Well then let's get, let's dive into point three. Okay. So
1: the last part is that where we actually get to write. So write, you've spent two thirds of your time researching and planning, and now we're actually going to write. So when it comes to writing, I, I mean, we could have multiple episodes on this, but I'm going to keep it really simple. What I want you to do is the first thing I want you to write is your one promise. So if, let's go back to the social media caption example. I'm writing a social media caption about storytelling. My one promise is like, maybe by the end of this, you will know how, and I like write this down, right? My one, like I promise when you finish this caption, you'll know why storytelling is important. Or you'll know the three elements of a good story, or you'll know what a segue is, like it doesn't matter, right? No. Whatever that promise is. So for you, it might be like maybe you're writing a sales page and your one promise for your offer is like when you buy this course, you will know how to X, Y, Z, right? Like you will know how to plan your content, nine, you know, 30 days of content in four days or whatever the thing is. So yeah. then you have that's like again like the framework right so now we know if this is what we're promising like it's kind of the main idea right like do you remember writing like a five paragraph essay and it was like you have your main idea and then you're supporting paragraphs right yeah like that I mean that structure we still kind of use so that will really help you you're going to actually use those words so that research piece we did we're going to pull those words in and those are the words we're going to use so maybe, like, everyone talked about how they would feel so relieved. We're going to talk about the relief they're going to feel. Maybe they wanted to improve the flow of their words. I'm going to write, like, I will help you improve the flow of your words. So we're actually pulling those pieces down and using those those words, those phrases, whatever it is. There's, a, I mean, there's a lot more. But the last thing I will say is, like, after you've written, you've used your research, you've planned everything out, you, like, write it all down, go back and edit. So, mm-hmm. This is the part that no one wants to do. (laughs) Me included. It's not exciting, right? Like this is the most boring. The first edit I would do is a read aloud. So this is hard if you're writing a sales page. You don't want to read the entire long form sales page out loud. So maybe like break it up and just do this for each section you're working on. But like for emails, social media captions, and like website pages, it's probably right. If it's too much to read, you probably wrote too much. So that's a good sign, (laughs) but read it out loud and pay attention to where you get tripped up. Okay. I love like the M dash, you know, the long, like the long hyphen thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm obsessed with an M dash. I use them way too much. And I know when I've used them too much because I'll be reading a sentence and I have to stop and I'll be like, and that, Okay. And like I get <laughs> tripped up by my own writing. Yeah. If I get tripped up by it and I wrote it, that's like a guarantee that someone else is gonna get tripped gotcha. up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, pay attention to like where things get lost. Where do you lose the train? Like where your train of thought, like where is it confusing or weird or just doesn't sound right? That's the first edit. And then if it's something that's short enough, I do recommend reading it backwards for spelling and grammar. So that makes you slow down and pay attention. But I would say that those two things are not the most important. Like misspelling something, who cares? Like if people know what you're saying, it's not a big deal. People are always very surprised to hear that because they're like, oh.
0: Yeah, that's actually surprising for me because I (laughs) I feel like such a weirdo for admitting this. But maybe it's just the way I grew up. But I will recognize when words are misspelled all the time in public and one time (laughs) this is so embarrassing i can't believe i'm admitting this but um one time i went to the gym this was like 10 years ago so not recently because this was before i had blaze before i had a kid i (laughs) could go to the gym anytime i wanted to go so i went to the gym and there was a misspelled like sign And so I told the person at the front desk, I was like, oh, just so you know, like this is spelled wrong. And the look they gave me, they were like, I don't (laughs)
1: care. Like, I realized,
0: you know what, Dolly, you should have just been quiet
1: about that. That's so funny. I'm right there with you. I, yeah, my sister, I remember when I was in middle school, my sister was like, she's five years older than I am. And she was like, you're not going to have any friends if you keep correcting (laughs) everything. like oh okay um so yes I mean I'm with you I 100% notice but so many people I think let the fear of like grammar mistakes or misspellings get in the way of them like really sharing like their value and really like you know putting their words out there and so if that's what's holding you back like that is not at the end of the day grammar rules exist for clarity, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we have those rules to, like, help us read and, like, communicate clearly. I, you, I always tell my, like, people that I coach, like, learn the rules so you can break them. I use incomplete sentences all the time, right? Like, for emphasis. I don't use an incomplete sentence that doesn't make sense. Like, I use it on purpose, right? I'll say, like, I don't know, like,
0: incomplete sentences. No, like, Use them. No, like, like, your email newsletters are a prime example of this because you're – for those of you who are listening and you're, you're going to want to join Emily's, like, newsletter – like, and get her newsletters once a week, I should say, because they are so entertaining. Emily, like, they make me laugh. There was this one you wrote two weeks ago or a week ago about camels. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually read your newsletters. I actually read them. So yes, you're, you're completely right about that. Is it time to sprinkle a little magic through the systems and workflows in your business? Along with over 20 different creative business owners and experts, I've created the Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle, a collection of exclusive and free resources designed to help creative business owners actually start and implement workflows and systems in their business so that they can go from scattered to streamlined this year and beyond. The Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle is coming January 24th through 28th of 2022. So make sure you join the waitlist today to be the first to get access to this free bundle. Head on over now to www.systemsandworkflowmagic.com to join the waitlist so that you can create some workflow magic in your business.
1: So this goes back all to like conversational tone, yeah. right? So the thing that is going to take your writing, take your copy from boring, formal, generic, like vanilla copy, which I'm not a fan of, <laughs> to this like this this brand voice. Like your brand voice is what makes the difference, right? So like when you actually have a brand voice and you use it and you talk, you write to your readers the way you would talk to them. Whatever that is, whether your voice is really like reserved and quiet, that is your superpower. You do Mm. not have to be loud to be heard or to have your voice count, right? You can be, maybe you're really direct and like your writing style is like short, quick sentences, bullet points, like you're, there's no fluff. If that is your brand voice and that's your personality, like that is how you should be writing. Yes. Will it repel people? Absolutely. Mm. The best copy does. The yes. best copy is going to repel the people that you don't want to work with. I'll give you an example. Like a big part of my business is being like laid back and like having fun. Right. One of my core values is having fun. Cause like, why do we want to have a business if it isn't fun? Like that's again, my Enneagram seven coming out. Like I want <laughs> everything to be fun. Right. So that's really important to me, which is why I write, Oh, like I do a bunch of storytelling in my emails. Right. Right my cop like my copy is very relaxed like I ramble sometimes I try not to but like it's gonna happen and like I tell these stories and it's all like very personality driven uh, or like my personality right so there are people who open up my emails and they see that they're like four or five paragraphs long and they're like no this is awful I'm not reading this right <laughs> like I'm not interested or like why is that girl always telling stories ugh just get to the point well I don't want to work with that person because guess what? When we sit down to work together, like I'm going to chat, I'm going to chit chat. Like we're going to waste the first five to 10 minutes talking and I'm going to laugh and I'm going to expect this to be a really fun experience because like that's how my business is. And like, that's why my brand voice is the way that it is. So it's a really good thing that the people who are not into my vibe are being turned away because they don't want to work with me. Great. I also don't want to work with them. Not because they're bad or I'm bad. Like we're just not the right fit for each other. And I think that's when you really harness your brand voice, right? Like, Dolly, you love Harry Potter. Oh my gosh,
0: yes.
1: (laughs) Right? So like, if there's someone who thinks Harry Potter is like the stupidest thing and that to them makes them not want to work with you, you don't want to work with that person. Goodbye. (laughs) See ya, right? Like, I was trying to think of a good charm that would be like, I couldn't think of one. You, know anyway.
0: you know who that person is in my life? It's my husband. He he does not like, he's not like Harry Potter. And he, on purpose, will like make Lord of the Rings references and be like, just like that Gandalf, right? Said that on Harry Potter. And I, he will like, see me like cringe. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> just for the funny. reaction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Well,
1: that's a character flaw. I feel like he needs to work on that. (laughs) We'll work on that. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, those things that really make you, you, and not that everyone has to, you know, like plenty of people who may not like, like Harry Potter can come work with you. Yeah. And if they are turned off by the fact that like, you have like a fun, like little magic, I don't know, like copy works into your title of like your thing. If they're not into that, they're not your people. Right. Yeah. That's not the person you want to be working with. So really good copy repels and attracts. That's but it's gotta be the right people.
0: That's so, so excellent. I love that so much. Emily, I just I just love learning from you so much. You are a wealth of knowledge. Okay, so can we recap the three points? Just in case, just to bring everybody back. Um, so the first step is to do the research. Mm-hmm. And the second step is to actually plan everything out. Mm-hmm. And the third step is actually doing the action of writing it out, writing out your copy that will connect with your client. That's right. And editing, right? And like
1: editing, editing editing has to become it. Listen, I, I hear you. If you're like, ugh, who has the time, <laughs> but like, Editing has to be actually, like, an inextricable part of writing. Like, Mm -hmm. if you want your writing to really connect and to really convert and to stand out, editing has to be a non-negotiable. So that's why it's not its own step. Like, it's just part of writing.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with you. It is excruciating. I will say that. But it's totally worth... When you take the time and to like you were saying to like plan out and execute like good copy and you edit it out, it will convert at the end. I've seen it time and time again. It's so true, but it just takes time. It does. And
1: it takes it takes like testing too. I think another thing, this isn't like related to the system, but just like being willing to play around and try things with your writing like especially with your copy like maybe try like I don't know sending an email that's like just a bulleted list of like here's some value and I'm gonna try something different or like you try storytelling you kind of have to like try these things to like I don't know see how they fit you see if you like them see how your audience responds and it's okay to play around I mean it's not I think sometimes we get so like writing just feels so like serious yes, and, and like permanent you know because it's like a little video like that'll go like you know I recorded an Instagram story like I can look like a fool it's gone in 24 hours but like if I write something on my website like that might be there for years and it has that permanence and I don't know just that like the overtones of of high school writing I mean I'm a big nerd I went to grad school for literature so like my dream like I you know, wrote a 60,000 word thesis. And that was basically like vacation for me. But most people don't feel that way about writing. So I think that's why I just want to encourage people to like have fun with it. Don't take it so seriously. Um, and just kind of like, see what works for you.
0: Um, I had that just like made me think of a funny story again it has nothing to do with this topic but you said writing in grad school I also got my master's not in writing but in something totally different from systems but I I opted out I was able to opt out of the big like writing assignment because I did some other class that like that's how much I avoided <laughs> writing I <laughs> hated it but you're <laughs> So when you said like it was a walk in the park for you, I was like, oh, man, like I remember like just sweating that semester and thinking, how can I get out of this? And it was just like, I-
1: <laughs> yeah, you didn't know at the time you were going to own a business that forced I know you to write all
0: the time. Little did I know I would have been like, maybe you should practice a little bit, Dolly. <laughs> well okay so you brought up the brand voice guide and i know you have this as like a free gift for the audience who's listening can you share a little bit about this brand voice guide
1: yeah so i think whether you are like if you are just starting out in business or you've been doing this for like 10 years um i think a regular kind of check in on your brand voice is really important um so a lot of people can tell you like, oh, my brand voice is, you know, sarcastic, witty and fun. I don't know. Like you you have like the adjectives to describe yeah. it and that's really important. But a lot of times those aren't actually the adjectives that like are just that describe the writing you're actually doing. So the brand voice guide is, I mean, you can download it, you can work through it in probably like 20 minutes, but it just asks you some questions, helps you get really clear on um what matters to you there's a question in there that's like would you rather a client see you as knowledgeable or funny right kind of thinking through those things of like because I guarantee you if you're listening to this you're like you're 100% one way or the other like why would you want of course I would I would only ever want a client to think I was knowledgeable like why does it matter if I'm funny whereas I'm sitting over here and I'm like I mean I hope they know what I like they think I know what I'm doing but I really want them to think I'm funny right you know so like yes Thinking through some of those things and kind of um, I have a value centered approach to brand voice, like those things that really matter to you, mm. those core values, it just helps you kind of identify those and sort through like, what does this mean for my brand voice? And how can I actually describe it? And helps you kind of get those specific questions.
0: Awesome. And just to clarify, everyone, this is a another free resource that Emily's providing. And I'll put the link in the show notes. This is aside from what she's providing in the systems and workflow magic bundle. Like she's over delivering. I'm just like, (laughs) Emily, I'm so excited. Uh, Well, I'm on like a mission for
1: every single person in the business world to like know their brand voice and be so proud of it and like own it. So whatever I can do to help I know That's I'm excited. I'm
0: well, okay, so we're at the end. I know we're like reaching the point where people are like, "When are they going to stop talking about the systems of copywriting?" But you guys, we've reached the end, and I just want to um, thank you again so much for your time, Emily, because I know you have a lot going on in your own business. And um, before we leave, can you remind everybody where they can find you and how they can connect with you, and also like how can they work with you? Yeah. So
1: I am at Emily Writes Well on Instagram. That's the main place I hang out. My website is emilywriteswell.com and you can browse my services there. There's really right now two main ways to work with me. One is for like custom website copy. So that's like a, you know, you want to, if you're starting a website or if you want to overhaul your website, if you've recently changed Audiences or like niches or thing you know after your business has been around for a few years things tend to shift so that's custom website copy and then the other thing I offer are project days and these are like again my like spontaneous personality I feel like just drives everything in my business but project days are really fun because you can put whatever you want in them so like any copy project um, whether that's like an email sequence um lead magnets sales pages, a, one page of your website you want to change. I'm trying to think. Social media, really any kind of copy project, um, yeah. brand messaging. That's a big thing. And it either fits into like a half day or a full day, depending on you know what you want done. And that is a done for you service where
0: you basically hang out, do your thing. And at the end of your project day, I send you all your Deliverables. Well, and you guys, I've actually hired Emily several times, and she's helped me out on so many occasions. So, Emily, continue to take my money because you're. I will. Amazing. I will do it. I to work with you. I will
1: do it. Dolly was actually my first ever paying, like first ever paying client who found me. She found yeah. me through my sister-in-law. Yeah, okay. I
0: love your sister-in-law. Probably, she's great. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so Dolly and I go way back to the like. Thirty-five dollars wow. for a blog posting.
0: Yeah, way back. I, you guys, I
1: just want you to know, I pay her more than that now. So. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say those don't exist anymore, but, <laughs> but that's where we started.
0: So we've come a long way. <sighs> man emily it was so good chatting with you thank you so much for just like pouring so much wisdom and knowledge into into my audience and i really hope um that you guys will take advantage of checking out emily's instagram and her freebie and um checking her out for the systems and workflow magic bundle so emily you have a happy birthday and i will talk to you later thanks dolly this was so fun workflow magic.